The summer break was not a break for a silly season. F1 triples his electric power for 2026. Oscar Piastri is driving for two F1 teams. And Jesus returns to F1. Hallelujah! Let's jump the start. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Jump to start. Yeah. Racing podcast. We're back. Ready. Back from vacation mode. I forgot what to say. Anyway. Jeez. Welcome in. Jump to start racing podcast. My name is Wellington. I'm here with two of my closest friends. You're still on vacation, I think. Yeah. Mine is gone. Physically, I'm here. Ruben, how are you doing, my brother? What's going on, guys? Yeah, see? Hi. On today's episode, we'll be talking about some other news. That's transpired over the summer break. A lot of silly season stuff. I have a quick question for you guys. And um, we're going to have to genuflect for the return of the Italian Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll also preview the the <laughs> We'll also preview the Belgian Grand Prix. By the way, we'll also talk about that because it's race week. Ruben, how was your weekend and your time off? And happy belated birthday. Thank you for the for the wishes. It was too short. Oh, we should have <laughs> we should have gotten a birthday a birthday song drop for Ruby. Yeah, happy <laughs> birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> Yancy, how has the summer of Yancy been going? I'm sure it accelerated now that uh, no pun intended racing. Well, off. yeah, um, it's it's been going so well that I had to take a break for a week and. But then this weekend, it just ramped up again. And I think next weekend is about to ramp up even mm. more. You're going to go check out the new, newest track next year, huh? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm actually going to do the track walk in <laughs> Vegas. I might just do that. No, yeah. That's kind of far. We'll see. It's <laughs> kind of a long-ass walk in 110-degree weather. I think you could do it. All right. Let's do, do it. it. Do it. <laughs> All right. So, guys, make sure to follow us. Melted by then. <laughs> At Jump to Start F1 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also, please make sure to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. That is how we are found. That's how people find us. Uh, again, at Jump to Start F1 on Instagram and Twitter. So let's let's ease into things. You know, it, it's been a long break. Let's ease back into things. So summer break is over. We had a couple of weeks off. I want to ask you guys a quick question. Thanks to MJKing88 on Reddit. After 13, 13 races now, how has this season changed your view of a driver or team compared to them after the 2021 season? I'll ask the question again. How has this season, after the 13 current races that we've already done, changed your view of a driver or team compared to after the 2021 season? You want to go first, Ruben? No, you go first. Here mm. we go. That's like a, sounds like a trick question from Wellington. How is that a trick question? <laughs> how is this? How is this a trick question, guys? I thought um, the driver who I was uh, very keen on, especially after he finished the twenty twenty one season, that I thought at this point in the season would be a lot better than he is, but I think he has regressed. And I don't think 
that he can use his teammate as an excuse. And that would be Checo Paris. Mm. Mm. Coming in hot. Um, wow. Granted, he does have Max Verstappen as his teammate. However, that does not give you an excuse to not only start the season on solid footing, but regress as the season has come on. I think it was after, I want to say Baku, where he's just. After Baku. He had second place in Baku. Before that, first place Monaco, second place Spain. So he was killing it. Yeah, he was he was killing that up until that point. But since then, it's just been he's been since then retired, second, retired, fourth, fifth. There you go. Um, he's just been beaten like a drum by Verstappen, and it's not and it's in qualifying. He's been way off from Verstappen in the race. Um, it what it. We always knew that he could be, um, and a lot like what I, it's a lot like the opinion that I have about Valtteri Bottas. On a midfield team, he can be the team leader. You can count on him to score points. But as far as getting up to a top level team, Mercedes, Ferrari, um, Red Bull, he is a driver that you don't know what you're going to get. Yes, he can score points, but if you're on a top-level team like Red Bull where your teammate is winning races and getting podiums consistently, you should be doing the same thing. At the very least, winning a few races here and there and at the very least get podiums. And he has not done that. He Sometimes there are weekends where he does okay, and then there are other weekends where he is nowhere to be found. And if you drive for a top team like Red Bull, you should be doing better. He is a good driver, not a great driver, and definitely not a superstar driver. Definitely not a championship winner. So I want to point out he is he is five points behind Charles Leclerc. Right, I don't remember exactly where they were, but at some point he was ahead of Leclerc mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and threatening. He was within twenty points of Max, yes. twenty three points 20. of Max Verstappen, mm-hmm. something like that. He is now down. Let me do the math real quick. Eighty five points to Max Verstappen. So like over there, over a couple of races, he's just really suffered. And we've seen the struggles that Leclerc has had and his team has had during that same stretch. He should be ahead of Charles Leclerc. I agree with you. He's shown that um, when I was referring to Checo Paris, that being maybe that he's on a on a faster car. I think I read on that trailer somebody said that because he's on a faster car, he's not a tire whisperer anymore because he's forced not to go faster. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, well, he's forced to go faster, so yeah. he can't just conserve so he can't his, just tire, conserve his yeah. tires. tires. Yeah. So it makes Lewis Hamilton look that much better. Yes. Because Lewis Hamilton can do the same thing while running a race. Yes. That's insane. Boom. Ruben, any thoughts That's a on, on who would be on somebody that you've changed your mind from last season now, going going into the halfway point or after now the halfway point of this season? George Ross. This guy 
obviously when he was at William, he showed what we've seen on a car that was, you know, and obviously not at this level we've seen it, but he showed that, it, hey, I need equipment. I need, I could do better. Just give me some equipment. They put him on the equipment and he's you know, doing it. But you, the, he's getting, he's showing that he could, you know, that he, that he's better than what I was expecting. I thought he was going to have trouble with the Mercedes car, more trouble. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Okay. Come on. The, the dude has been in top five <laughs> every race. Almost except, every race. Yeah. Except Great Britain because he was taken out. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? You know? So you didn't think that he was a top line driver? No, no, that he showed us that he could be a top line driver. He's showing it. Right, 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 right. He has shown it because he is racing. And remember, the Mercedes car is a crappy car. At the beginning of the year, he was handling that car better than Ham. Yeah. But now the point differential between him and Hamilton is only 14 now. <laughs> <laughs> Because now, now Hamilton found Hamilton, his groove. Hamilton said, forget it. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, like Hamilton, okay, I found my groove. The car is not bouncing anymore. I could, you know, I could race a little more. And now it's my time to shine as well. You think uh, Georgie is uh, going to beat Sir Lewis this year? No, definitely not. Come on, <laughs> let's not let's not let's not bring him up that much. <laughs> How about you, Wolf? What do you think? So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a driver and his teammate. The drivers that I'm gonna bring up, uh, he has beaten his teammate eight times out of thirteen. So eight to five, he's beating his teammate. He's lost out qualifying five to eight. Okay. So by by his on the qualifying, he's not as good on the qualifying. He but he wins in the races. 58 points to 41, this driver is leading. Matches his teammate, fifth place, as the best finish. Highest grid position, fifth place to his teammate, second grid, as we know the uh, um, the finish, uh, the qualifying. And then DNFs, the teammate, two, one. But most importantly, 58 points to 41, eight race finish higher than his teammate's five. Who am I talking about? Alpine. Esteban Ocon. Esteban Ocon. This guy, very, very quietly, is just, is just putting in work. This guy is, yeah, Fernando Alonso has had bad luck, right? So we we, we say he's had a lot of bad luck, and we've seen it race mm-hmm. to race. Two DNFs to one, mm-hmm. right? And it's the same car. Um, but, like, it, it almost goes to confirm why Total Wolf was so high on this guy if he's up against Alonso and delivering this kind of result to me it's almost like why why are more people talking about how good this guy has been it's probably being overshadowed by George Russell Russell and yes uh, no, he took a year out he was he was out a year as well exactly and um also remember then when he came in he had a tough time with Checo Paris as well Where that was well, no, that was before he went out though. No, yeah, before he went out, but where where the trouble party was happening because Checo, being the experienced guy, knew how to I guess get under his skin exactly and make him look hey, or Stephen Hawking look more aggressive than Checo at that time because he was he could get more out of that car and he was just trying to show that it just happened that they were so because the same machine he couldn't just fly by him and remember he's not easy to overtake either. That's no. He didn't he cry like complain. a lion that one time, but <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't complain. But this year, a lot of people are having trouble getting by him. 
he does not make it easy. Here's here's one thing that I've noticed. That was a good one, was. Yeah, here's one thing that I've noticed about. Where's my clap? Come on. You what? My clap. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You feel better, nice. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you gotta I need ask the validation. For, if you gotta ask for you don't deserve <laughs> listen, it. I need a, I'm gonna post a selfie later. Yeah. If you gotta right, ask for, for you don't deserve listen, it. Listen, I just want the likes. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I've noticed about our three picks is that we've picked teammates who are teammates to world champions. That's funny. You notice that, right? That's really funny. But both of your picks are that they have been outperforming their championship teammate. Teammate. Mine is. You're more of a disappointing, like. The yeah, but like, dude, guy. you should be doing better. I, I don't expect him to beat him. Mm-hmm. But one thing I want to ask you both, as far as yours, because you guys are high up on your picks that are doing better. Do you feel ultimately? Well, you already we you are, we already said that George will not we can pretty much agree that George we don't think that George will beat Lewis Hamilton by the end of the season in points. No. Um Do I don't know if I agree that? with that. Okay. I all don't right. I don't know if I agree with that. What all right. So you think that he might be able to pull that off? Right now he's up twelve points, right? Isn't it fourteen? He is up no, looks like uh, I'm sorry, he's up twenty It's one forty six to one fifty eight. Talking about yeah, we're talking 12, about 12 George point. Russell. He's yeah. twelve. Okay, my bad. My math is wrong. Okay, so he's up twelve points. We're coming up on one of his best tracks, as we know. He podiumed here, Belgium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nah, nah. That's just that. nah, for those that don't know. It's argument, because uh, the, the race got rained. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, wow. I think this is the type of look. George has been well. He did get the podium because he had a great qualifying session yes. in the rain last year. So, so let's not let's give him some credit. He has been okay. Lewis Hamilton has turned it on, but he's also had better luck. These last couple of races is what I will say. I think that George Russell's consistency will deliver for him. This, okay. I don't know. So, I get the same question now for your pick. Alonso's been coming on strong lately. The difference is what? It's, uh, we got 41 to 58. Yep. So 17, 14 17. Point, 17 points. Damn, my math is all off. Summer of Yancey, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that Alonso you know will overtake yeah. Ocon because the points are not as high down there. So seventeen points is a much larger gap to make up yeah. down there. I mean, that's really kind of where I'm at, and I don't. This is gonna sound messed up, but I think that because of what he has done with his move to Aston Martin, they're just not really gonna support him as much. As that, much that, as that could be the more the, the bigger demoralizing yeah. as to to the team, I don't think that you know. Obviously, the team's going to want to score as many points as they can, but you're going to start to see obviously all the upgrades go to Ocon first. Yeah. So that that could be why he what, he would not surprise. Was the, Esteban. was uh no we didn't we even cover that piece of news that Alonso's going to Aston Martin. No, was we did after, we did last time. Was that last time? Okay. Yeah, we did. All right. That's crazy. Like that. That that's like the that's the equivalent of. He's just the, being a troll, man. <laughs> Yo, that's like the equivalent of the Ricardo move uh, two years ago. Was it Ricardo or was it no Vettel last year where he said he was he was they were they were dropping him and then everything just started flying as far as silly seasons concerned. So one last thing I wanted to yeah. mention as far as surprise from 2021 to 2022, right? So I'm gonna say the team. And the driver going in opposite direction. So, mm-hmm. 
McLaren, what the heck is going on? Yeah. It's very much a surprise in the negative. But Lando Norris is way better than we give him credit for. And he deserves to be in a winning car. And I cannot wait. We keep saying this. The Verstappen, Leclerc, Norris, Russell is going to be a battle like for a decade now. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, uh, I would compare Norris's performance. And even though he was doing this last season, but he kind of fell off at the end. And Mm -hmm. it'd be interesting to see how Norris does because usually he falls off at the end, uh, falls off during the end of the season. Um, Lando Norris's performance this season is compared to how Gasly's, Gasly was doing last season. Um, so, and and we regard regard Gasly, you know, as a pretty decent driver that deserves a drive in the top team. But we have to give Lando credit where credit is due. He's driving lights out. Um, he looks to finish in the top five, top six for most of the races. Um, and he is a shoe in for points for every single race. But again, uh, we'll see if McLaren can take that next up. He seems to be solidified as team leader there at this point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll see how, we'll see if Piastri does get the drive. It'll be interesting to see how they match up together because Piastri is regarded pretty high up there, um, as a, as a prospect, let me just say here. Just without giving it too much thought on the on the London Norris from last year thing. But a couple of things happened towards the end that were like super you could say maybe demoralizing, like the rain in Sochi. Mm-hmm. That I think that's where it started going down. Yeah, but and then you go to Monza and I think he was faster than Ricardo at Monza. And they told him, no, don't fight him, let him you know let him, mm-hmm. let him be. Oh, well, they got a one two. Yeah. Yeah, but they 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 wanted more than one two than Lando overtaking his teammate, you know. But you got to be in the position to do that. Like if you if you needed to, to if you weren't first, you weren't first. And it is no, no, yeah, but but that also could also hurt your your morale, your confidence. Yeah, your confidence. Yeah. So why why the hell am I going to push for? And they're going to tell me to stop. So now he's like destroying yeah. Ricardo. So look, like no race, mercy. The race finishes. Lando's up nine to nine to four. Qualifying. Lando's up eleven to two points. Seventy six to nineteen. Podiums. One nothing. Best race finish. Third to sixth for Ricardo. Highest grid position, fourth to sixth, and DNFs won a piece. Complete destruction. I think that is the biggest disparity. Of, actually, no, it's not the biggest disparity, but it is one of and the I biggest think, is Boras to Ju. And I think that the, the pretty much the, the dagger that finished taking, you know, Ricardo in this year was after Hector named him Snoopy. Mm. From there Done. on, he's just... <laughs> so Hector's fault? Yeah, it's Hector's fault. All right, so Hector that, was, on him. that was a quick oh, question man. to get us warmed up. That was a good one. Getting back into the season. A little bit of news. So, while we were gone, so as Yancy mentioned, last episode we talked about Fernando Alonso going over to Aston Martin. We'll see how that goes for him. Uh... But there was speculation as to who would replace Alonso at Alpine. We didn't have the drama that unfolded at the time, like immediately after. Yeah. All we were just assuming was that it was going to be Piastri, etc., right? Or Ricardo, that's what we thought. Uh, so Alpine, F1 team, they announced that it would be Piastri. And then... Piastri, Piastri woke up. 
Piastri doing the Montumbo. No, no, no. I'm with. <laughs> I'm with McLaren. <laughs> I've signed a contract. The with, yeah. So he the news came out. Piastri was still sleeping in Australia. Yeah. When he woke up, he saw the missed goal. Like what? He was like there was an I agreement without my agreement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's under contract. He agreed. You know, I guess on principle with McLaren. So now Alpine is preparing a lawsuit against McLaren and Oscar Piastri to be able to get some of the money that they've invested, invested in him and, to yeah. develop him. Jeez. Right now, this guy is a, the highest, I don't know, most sought after driver. I don't even, I don't even know if he's, I don't even know if I could say he's on McLaren or Alpine right now. And has not driven in a race yet. Yeah. <laughs> How do you, this, is, this is insane because how is it that you have never driven, not even, well, he's driven a session in, in yes, a, an FP1 session, practice session, but you haven't even driven in a race yet. And you are a rookie and you have a for sure drive. He's a rookie where? He's not a with, <laughs> He's a reserve driver. <laughs> well, yeah, he not, would be a rookie next year. He would gotcha, be a rookie okay, next year. My bad, my bad, sorry. You have a for sure seat on one team, and you're telling that team no, because I got another option. And you're talking about the team that paid your way through the F1 ladder, so to speak, and paid for your 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 practice sessions to develop him and and sponsored him, and and you can literally have the balls to be like, no, this is a Alonzo type move. There's still things that that we don't know. Are we ever going to know? Because why would this kid out of nowhere say no? I'm not I'll tell you why. Because if His I'm contract got to be expired somewhere. If I'm him, how many? How close to a championship is Alpine versus where McLaren could potentially be in the next couple of years? Okay. We see Alpine, yeah, they're all performing McLaren now. But where do you think McLaren is going to be going once... Mercedes figures their issues out. It's going to trickle down. It's going to trickle down. And once McLaren gets another year with the new cars, it's McLaren. You saw how they went from one year to the next. They figured it out. And McLaren is considered one of those top teams in F1. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you and you see Lando Norris is doing that. I'm way better than Lando Norris. Right? That's, well, that's, that's what I was mindset, But, that, I mean, that's a driver's mindset. Yeah. So. You know, and he definitely has... He is highly regarded. Yeah. As almost like what Charles Leclerc was when he came into F1. Remember, Charles Leclerc, in his first year, won F3, first year won F2, first, and, 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 champ. and then the champ, the, the F3, F2 championship in his first year, then he got the call up to Sauber. Oscar Piastri did the same thing, first year won F3, first year won F2. Sat out a year. Sat out a year because they couldn't find a drive for him. Jeez. Alpine couldn't find a drive for him. Exactly. Alpine. Ferrari found a drive for, for Charlotte Clark. But Alpine didn't find a drive Alpine. for him. Alpine. Alpine, Alpine, whatever. Alpine didn't find a drive for him. And now the only reason they're giving him a drive this season doesn't seem like they were going to place him anywhere else. It doesn't seem like Alpine had... A direct the, plan. A direct plan to put him anywhere else. The only reason he got the drive... At McLaren is because his manager is David Coulthard, and he was able to get that drive, secure that drive for him at McLaren. So what you're seeing as a young driver is, one, I had to set out for you guys. 
Two, if my management team did not get, uh, didn't get me this driver McLaren, I probably would have to sit out again because you were about to sign Alonso. Alonso. Yep. And the only reason they didn't sign Alonso was because he went somewhere else. Alonso went somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And and I'll, I'll, I, right now Alpine looks like a mess because they didn't even know they they were under the impression that Alonso was going to sign with them. Alonso surprised them at the last minute. Then they announced. Piastri, knowing that he wasn't secure for next year, and then even when they announced him, Piastri said, "Nah, bro, I'm good. I got to drive a McLaren." How embarrassing is that for Alpine? That's crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, how many guys have you? But seen? you can see why Piastri has done what he's done. Yeah, because he didn't feel. That Alpine had his best interest yeah. in him. Had the best interest for him. It's Cal- crazy how <laughs> Nick DeVries, Calamilot, these guys missed their window, mm-hmm. right? And now look at them. Yep. They're not in F1. These guys were championship caliber, caliber drivers. F2 yeah. drivers. And they missed their window. You can't sit back idly and allow them to just make your wait. There is a lot of talent that just went. One way, like, because they could not keep coming up. Yeah, they went. So if I'm Oscar Piastri, what do I do? Um, and the other thing is, nobody has mentioned money. Obviously, Alpine has mentioned money because of the money they invested. Piastri never said, I'm going over here because of money. No, it's not a money. It's just, no, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, normally, he obviously. needs an opportunity. And exactly. we, again, the last driver to do something like this was Charles Leclerc, but we've also seen like an Ando Norris and a George Russell and a Max Verstappen come through the ranks and just kill it in F1. So if you have that kind of talent, dude, I need to be in an F1 car because if not, like we said, if you sit out, a, if you sit out a year, it's bad enough. Maybe you can come back with that. But if you sit out two years, dude, you're done. Go to Jesus. IndyCar. And no, no shade against IndyCar. No, I'm just saying it's not F1. Formula E. <laughs> so where does this leave our good friend? Well, where does it leave two things? Our good friend Daniel Ricardo. Where does that leave him? Where's he going? And then number two, who's going to fill in this other seat at Alpine? Assuming it's not Piastri. Oh, man. That is a very good question. I don't see Ricardo going back to Alpine. Wasn't he wasn't he testing Formula E? Yeah, he cheap? was. He was, and, yeah. and he's also Ricardo, been, Ricardo, Ricardo. Yeah. yeah, he's also been rumored to IndyCar as well, since he loves the state so much. Yeah, McLaren has. That would be a big boost for IndyCar. For, for IndyCar, yeah, that would be a huge knock huge, to yeah. Danny Ricardo. Yeah, and I think he can win some races in IndyCar. Yeah, yeah, I think he can um, because the, the, it's equal machinery, and I think it drive it it. Uh, it suits his driving style very well. Hmm. Um, it's less downforce, but he has, uh, you know, uh, he likes to like the feel of the great the brake pedal. I think it'll be better for Ricardo if he comes to if he comes to IndyCar. It'll be it'll be good for him, and I think he can win some races over here. Um, Jesus, if Grosjean could almost win races here, then Ricardo Ericsson. Yeah, <laughs> Ericsson. Ericsson. Ericsson's a beast. Top four yeah. in the championship. Now. Yeah, and he is um, one of the four drivers that are still in championship contending going into the last two races. Yep. It's only 14 points. Let's go, dividing. Marcus. Yeah, wow. it's only 14 points dividing uh, the, the top four drivers in IndyCar. So if you guys want to watch uh, late season drama, tune into IndyCar. Which we won't have this year enough. Yeah. 
Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Who's uh, going so to fill in that seat? Yeah, uh, I, I really don't know, man. I have I'll no, tell you no idea. Who? Schumacher? No. Uh, maybe. Italian Jesus? Maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Italian Jesus. Really? Yeah. So, no. the Bergamo this. Bullet is back. He's going to be testing with Haas in Monza and the uh, Circuit of the Americas. So, as Ruben said, Schumacher. So there's a lot of now rumors swirling around because it is Schumacher's last season last season under contract with Haas. So does he stay with Haas? Does he move on? I can see that. You can because, see him moving on? Yeah, because remember that Schumacher is still a Ferrari driver. Um, as we can see, I don't think there's a Ferrari drive for Schumacher anytime soon. Okay. Because Carlos Sainz and Charlotte Claire pretty much solidified that team for the next two or three years. Mm -hmm. Again, one year is a long time in F1. Mm -hmm. So even if he does improve with Haas, where does he go if he stays with Ferrari? Stays with Haas. Yeah, but uh, Haas is also not going to give you the type of car that you're going to need to shine. Mm. Kevin Magnussen is shown this year. That's because he has more experience. But then again, look at the last few years for Haas. They've just been back back markers. If you can get a drive at Alpine, which is a midfield team, a solid midfield team, mm. I think that would be a better move for Schumacher as far as his career is concerned. Um, I don't know how he'll do. Uh, I don't think he's... And he's a decent driver, but he is... I don't think he, sh I mean, he should be. He, if he is as a good driver as they say that he is, he should be close to beating Kevin Magnussen. And he's should, not even close. To but that. should the same be said about Giovinazzi? I don't, I don't Because he's I don't been see on, the, on the Ferrari program for a long time. I don't he see, tested with Haas yeah, in 2017. I, I, he raced with Alpha, which is affiliated to Ferrari as well. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, Alfa Romeo. I don't see why they would choose. No, I'm not saying choose. I'm saying could, could we say the same thing about Giovinazzi? No, you he's stuck with the Ferrari program. He hasn't been going nowhere. Yeah. Right now, he is. You know, right now, obviously, they're gonna have you know let him test. You know, in in those two, two tracks. I mean, Wellington was Haas, see, but yes. but he hasn't <laughs> hasn't been able to obviously he, he hasn't shown because he has stuck with the program. Yeah. So if Schumacher was on, like you're saying, he could show. They are better qualities that he has not shown in the, in the slower house or the more trouble house. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That, that That's pretty much like like if you're going to choose between Schumacher and Giovinazzi, you would probably choose Giovinazzi just because he has more experience. I yes. Know. I would not do that. But I don't. I wouldn't even put Giovinazzi. It's a floor play versus a ceiling play, like in fantasy football. You know the floor you're going to get with Giovinazzi? Yeah. But the ceiling is kind of capped. You kind of want that higher potential play, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the the other option would be super sub, but I don't see any. Again, there's Ooh. no super sub. Your boy, Nico Hulkenberg. Oh, no, no thanks. No, but he's, he's out two back. years already. Yeah, he's not going back. So he's not, you know, I don't see him getting a permanent seat in F1. Who else would it be? I mean, I don't know. Pierre uh, Gasly. Uh, that would be that would be a good one, but he's a, he's he's signed he's for contract, a year. He's yeah. in the contract for a year, so I mean, who do, who do you put in that seat? Anyway, hmm. I don't know. Lastly, Williams announces Alex Albon. I'm sorry. And also remember that 
you could start thinking about maybe it could happen what Renault, Rebel did with signs back in the days, but none of that's happening right now. Like that happened because Rebel needed help with the engine and they took it out of this, took it out of that. So it's tough for also those little kind of tricks to happen now. Sorry, I just wanted to, I just thought about that when you were in. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll, maybe. You know, if you start thinking about like, okay, how do, how do they solve this? How do they get, get around this? But I mean, it's there's, tough. There's other drivers, but I don't know who they would put in the seat. Maybe Total Wolf gets his hands in there and puts the reason there. I was going to say the reason. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, maybe. He's been out. Uh, whatever. Well, he hasn't gotten a drive, but he, the thing is that Nick DeVries has shown that in the practice sessions that he's had, he's actually performed pretty well. And he did win the, the championship in FE. How about the other guy that won the champion in FE as well? Oh. Though he was McLaren. Stoffel? Stoffel Van Dorn. No, thanks. <laughs> he didn't win the championship. That's another full play. I thought he did. Oh, he won he races. He won races. I don't think he won the championship. Gotcha. Okay, so whatever. We're going to find another end now. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Go ahead. Williams and Alex Albon agree to multi-year deal. Nothing, right? There's nothing really to Besides talk about. Besides the tweet that he put out? No. 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 That he was. Does he, go, is that he, he actually still, had a is deal. He still, is he still going to stay with with Red Bull? I don't know. Good question. Maybe he is. So I don't think they will give him up. That Stoffel either. Van Dorn actually did win this year in Formula E. Oh, he e. did. Okay, good. All right. Yep. Thank you. Thank Mercedes back to back drivers champions, and they're leaving next year. Yeah, Mercedes just kills anywhere they go, man. That's awesome. Good for them. So why, anyway. would they, why would they leave that champ? Well, maybe it's because they want to have higher focus in, F, in F1, considering the 2026 engine change. I think since the big brands started pulling out, F Formula E has gone down in, as well in viewership and all that other stuff. Because that's why when when Mercedes came in, it was like right after Porsche. Mm-hmm. Out, out, and like, there was a couple of br- big brands coming in. So I think they came in as, a, hey, we're not going to be left behind. If this product picks up and it goes through the roof, we have we have something settled here because I'm. A, Problem is you can't really watch it. Like, where do you go to watch? If you're a regular person, where do you watch Formula? It's e? really tough to watch it's Formula still- e, even on TV. Man, mm-hmm. it's really tough to watch it. Not not that no, the races are fun to watch. It's just catching the race. The hours are weird. There's no consistent schedule. No clarity. Races are on Saturday, right. Saturday and Sunday. Sometimes it's like crazy. It's, it's like okay, all right, then you don't want us to watch. Perfect, thank yeah. you. <laughs> So, Yancy mentioned the 2026 engine regulations. So, that's one thing. The last piece of news, FIA, the FIA has finally clamped down what they, the regulations for the 2026 engine. Um, so, I'll, I'll read off a couple of things. So, the power units are going to run off, run on fully sustainable fuels. That's something that's long been talked about and long been in development. The goal is to cut the fuel consumption in half of what it is right now. Of fossil fuels. That'll be tough. Well, well that's the goal. So um, just the entire yeah. like, the gas tank, basically. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. The MGUK will deliver triple the amount of power. It'll deliver uh, about 350 kilowatts in 2026, which is a massive increase from 120 kilowatts of energy currently deployed. That is uh, equivalent to about 500 horsepower. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot more sustainability there. 1000 plus horsepower with less fuel used as Yancy just mentioned the combination of the fuel usage and the electrical upgrades will 
bring about that 1,000 horsepower. So in 2013, 160 kilograms of fuel was used per race. In 2020, it's at 100. Uh, it was at 100 kilograms. In 2026, F1 is aiming for each car to use 70 kilograms of fuel during the, the during a Grand Prix weekend. Jeez. So it's already less than half than what it, it will be less than half of what it was in 2013, and it's approaching that halfway mark from 2020. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Better mm-hmm. safety. Mm-hmm. Right, the MGUK will be fully enclosed within the chassis. So we've seen a lot of times where drivers have had to jump off the car mm-hmm. because it is electrically charged. They don't want to become the and also that the steering wheel has to be in it to make sure it's turned off properly because you don't know if it's. I didn't get to drive one yet, so no. Yeah, that's what you see. I think a lot. When are you, when are you getting your drive? My my drive is so tonight when he was asleep. No, when hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the dream. Giovanazzi is going to hand me the wheel at uh, Monza. <laughs> He's going to clone Giovanazzi. <laughs> yeah, after he walks on water. <laughs> <laughs> he walks on water at Lake Cuomo only. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you guys are messed up. So the MGUH is gone to make it cost a lot less to develop this. Thank you, uh, Porsche and Audi. Um, and... That's pretty much the highlights of the whole thing. They wanted to make it cheaper and more sustainable to run F1 cars. That's crazy. They, they can do all of those changes, basically cut most of the stuff in half. Triple, what was it? The triple electrical triple power? Triple the electrical power from the MG UK. And you're still, you use half the fuel, or the goal is to use half the fuel, but as you said, the progress that they've made is already a lot. Is already a lot. So they're going to cut down more on the fuel and you're still going to get the same amount of power? That's insane. And they're still going to use a 1.6 liter V6. Yeah. So that's not changing at all. That's pretty cool. Got to love F1. No, of course. They come and they bring it to the top right away. Yeah, so a lot of this obviously is the improvement in electrical capacity slash battery technology. Mm-hmm. So I'm really surprised. So seeing all this stuff, I'm really surprised. I'm Out of all of that. The one that I really like was making it tougher for the drivers because they could deliver, you know, with, with this piece that they took out, it could develop turbo lag. So they'll have trouble getting on the power again, getting out of the turns and stuff like that, according to what the article said. That's not, I mean, I feel like that's more of a flaw. Yeah, but I'm saying, but making it tougher for the drivers, now you got to be more of a driver instead of what Nikki used to say, you put a monkey behind the wheel, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is that the phrase that Ruben, I mean, Wellington was supposed to memorize? No, I already memorized it last year. Done deal. Can you do it right now? No, <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> that was last year. So, so can you really say you memorized it? So we've Is seen it your memory. Now road cars. We've seen Audi e-tron, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen. Um, I'm gonna say the Honda. So I've seen a lot of Honda pilots that are hybrids, right? That mm-hmm. are like battery power, like I'll call it gas assist almost, where. It's almost so Honda's leaving Formula One to work on hybrid cars and hybrid technology and battery technology, and now all these, in all these uh, changes to the twenty two. It's like yo, Honda should have just never left. Yep. But I like that. Watch them buy a team. Yeah, I like that. What? Uh, Watch them buy a team. Yeah. Team up with Andretti. Possible. You never hmm? know. Well, they they team up with Andretti and IndyCar. They use and they use Honda. Andretti uses Honda engines in IndyCar, so you never know. Hmm. And IndyCar is about to move to hybrid engines as well. Wow! In twenty twenty five, I believe. 
So. So I. So going back to, to the question, I think Nancy asked a question earlier about Mercedes leaving Formula E. Could this be why they so hate? Yeah, probably this this league is not going. Formula One is moving towards more of where I guess the world is heading to instead of being fully electric yet. Here's where the development is happening, where things are getting balanced out quicker. In Formula E, it's only like the second car, obviously, that they've been able to up, bring up to a level that they are now. But it seems like the electrical, even though Formula E is fully electric, but the electrical aspect of stuff is kind of shifting quicker in Formula 1 in Formula E to get better and faster and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, the Formula E is... It has the limits because if you... There's not enough money going into it. And if you get on too much on the power, you you drain your battery. So now you're, mm-hmm. you're not even able to finish the race. That's not going to happen in Formula 1. It could happen with the gas Isn't in Formula it? 1, but it's the balance aspect of it, you know? Technology is not there yet. I mean, you I mean, you do still have, you do have fully electric supercars now also, mm-hmm. but you need massive batteries, and these cars are heavy. So it's just, it, it it's still not there. I don't know, man. The e-tron there. is so sexy. It is. Oh, no, it's a beautiful. Oh, well, and, uh, and the Taycan. Oh That's man! A nice car. Yeah, but the, the uh, Porsche and Audi, Dodge, <laughs> Dodge came out with an all-electric Charger the other day, wasn't it? It was a Charger, yes, no, Challenger. I think it's a Challenger that they're bringing. Yeah, in. no, it's like a Hellcat, but it's all-electric. I don't know insane. if it's you know which one of this, but it's a Hellcat. It's gonna be all-electric. Yeah, man, that sounds horrible. Because then you can't hear it. Like, what's the point? No, it does have it does have some artificial, you know, like yeah, speakers, make you believe. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. But that's what we did with the i8. But the 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 uh, the Porsche does the same thing. The Taycan, Taycan does the same thing. I don't know. I've never it has speakers that. inside, so you can hear it from the inside. It feels like like when that's you rev it. But so it's not, you know. guys, get over it. Like I don't know. Um, the Tesla doesn't do that. No. I don't think. Um, so now that the 2026 engine regulations have been finalized. I'm, ass- I'm assuming we could expect a formal announcement of Porsche and Red Bull, right? Because that's what they were waiting for. Mm-hmm. It won't be coming from Morocco this time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Morocco. Let's go. Are you free next week? Morocco's cool, actually. Nice place. Thank you, Yance. Yeah. You see? It's world travel. That's like telling me to shut up. Yeah. No, you went to Morocco. I went to Morocco. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so that's it on the news. Belgian Grand Prix pot review. We'll start off with da, 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 Ruben. Trivia. Trivia. Hmm. Do I have trivia? I think I have a little trivia. Da, 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 da. <sighs> I'm trying to read which question to do first. Uh, can you tell me who had the fastest lap? At last year's race. George Russell. Oh, the race. Damn it. Uh, Max Verstappen. No? Nobody did. There was only two full laps done, and the race was stopped in the middle of the third lap. So, so it was all everything. Lap. Nobody. What do you mean? There was were two laps done. Was that a trick done. question? Yeah. There were two laps done. <laughs> but it was under, under, under the, the two laps were done on, under the safety car, so there was no pretty much no timing in, in, on it. There was no fastest lap point. Yo, you're award. getting you're getting a little he's getting tricky. Ah. He's getting tricky. Okay. I think it, uh, this question that I came up with, I I don't know if we, if we used it in the past because it, it sounds too 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 familiar to you. Uh, name the last F1 driver to win consecutive as What what what? what? Consecutive what? races as part. The last two drivers. The last, the last driver. Driver. To do it. Uh. 
It was not Mercedes. It was not a Mercedes. Wow. Kimi Raikkonen. Yo, he got it. Wow. How you got it? Because Kimi Raikkonen's won like four or five races here. Yeah. How many races? Four? Three. Three times? No, he's won four races four. total. He yeah. won, I think, in 09. He well. loves Spa. He wins all, all the time. Jeez. Wow. That was a gas, but it was a good gas. <laughs> that was a good gas. He's won four times. Out of the current drivers on the grid, can you name the Formula One champion that has never won at Spa? That has never won at Spa? Mm-hmm. It's got to be Sebastian Vettel. Uh, then it's then it has to be. Um, has to be. Has to. Damn it! Hold up! Come on, Fernando Alonso. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. My name couldn't just come to my head. I'm like, come on. You didn't get the name on it? No, I had it on the tip of my tongue and then I forgot it. Then, I, you know, whatever. Go ahead. That's it. I got three already. You want another one? Sure. sure. Let's go. Uh, This is an easy, easy one, too. No, it might not be as easy. Can you name the team Ty with Mercedes for most wins in Spa since 2010? Since 2010? Since 2010? Yeah. McLaren. Gotta be. That'd be Ferrari. Tampoco. Rebel. That's so weird. Okay. All right. All right. Rebel won with Sebastian Vettel in 11 and 13. Daniel Ricciardo in 14 last year. Daniel Ricciardo won here? In 14. Really? Well, Mercedes took three in a row from 15 to 17, which is between Nico Rosberg and Hamilton. Uh, McLaren won the last time was... <laughs> 2010, and Ferrari is only done it once. I think they did in 2012. What? Well, Ferrari only won once? Yeah. No. In 2012. It wasn't 2012. Yeah. Ferrari won with Leclerc. Okay, okay so hold on. I gotta, I gotta look up the way the notes. They did. I'm sorry. That's it. My bad. 2021, uh, maybe? 2019 and 2018, they won too. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Let me take away wins from Charlie. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. So, did you know? Mm hmm. 2003, the Belgian Grand Prix was canceled because yes. they had strict laws against advertising tobacco. Mm hmm. Really? Really. 2003? 2003. Okay. You, did you know in 2006? There also was no race. There was no race because they didn't complete work that needed to be done to be able to hold the race. So, last year wasn't. Well, at least. So Kimmy did 04, 05, 06, no race. 07, he won again. So the last, yeah, last year did count as a race. Yeah. Because they got half points. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This is also the place where uh, Schumacher's uh, first uh, win. Yep. Schumacher's, I think, won his sixth he's won, title. He's here. won a championship, his seventh title. Seventh title, there you go. It was also his debut Grand Prix as well in '91. Crazy. There's a lot of there's a lot of history in here. Um, wait, wait. I gotta mention my favorite part is Checo Perez drift go. in 2018. It's also a highlight in. Uh, it feels like it happened just yesterday, right? But it was like in 2018, apparently. But uh, every year they show it on Instagram. Yeah, uh, like it's everywhere because it's an awesome. Like Clark's first Grand Prix victory was here as well. Wow, that's what I just said. 
Wow. <laughs> All right, so let me move okay. this along. Okay. Predictions. What do you think happens during this race? One, is there going to be rain? Apparently yes. there is. There will be rain this week. Isn't this the race where they're supposed to bring in their new regulations? Yes. For the planks? For the, well, yes. Yes. Da, 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 da. Mm. I think, and don't quote me on the year, but I think the last time that it did not rain on a weekend here was like in 09. Jesus. All right, so Ruben. Okay, Ruben what? Predictions. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Who's the last time? Dude, who's going to win? Ruben, who's going to win? The last time it didn't rain here was 09. <laughs> Come on, bro. Who's going to win? Uh, who's going to win this race? Well, uh, let's do qualifying. Qualifying will be Max Verstappen. Uh, we'll go so Hamilton, Chuck Leclerc. Okay. Jeez. That's for qualifying. Race? Race win. I'm hoping that this, you know, because the regulation is on it. They're hoping to be turned around by that much, and I will say Lewis Hamilton wins the race. You're bugging, dude. No, I'm just saying. Just because <laughs> I'm all white. Okay? You're bugging. So Lewis Hamilton was the podium. Lewis Hamilton? Um, Lewis Hamilton, Max, Josh Rose. I'm not laughing at your prediction. I'm laughing at his his, 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 his reaction. You're bugging. You're bugging. Okay. <laughs> bugging. I'm telling you, George Russell is gonna beat Lewis Hamilton this weekend. Wow. Oh wow. Okay. He did it last last year in uh Williams. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? Because yeah, he got second place last year. It's true. He, yes. he bit a lot of people in a Williams. <laughs> Clearly, this is his best track. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you bugging, bro? How? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm stating facts. This actually happened. <laughs> All right, so qualifying for you? Qualifying for me? I think this. I think that we are going to see. Yeah, the you know the new regulations, whatever. But I think that we are going to see Ferrari plant the flag. I think Leclerc is going to take pole. I think he needs to win out for me to be able to hit my prediction. <laughs> That's the only reason you're predicting him. To. No, I, I think that it's going to be a Leclerc signs front row lockout with Max to follow. And I think Leclerc is going to win the race with Max in second. And George Russell in third. Okay. I, think, I think that this is the type of track that yeah, okay. Sector one is going to be tough. Going into, like, you know, obviously, it, it's just so many, such a long set of straights that's going to be tough for Ferrari, right? Mm -hmm. But once you get into sectors two and three, it's just their flow, right? We've, we've seen it before. We saw it in Austria that as long as the car can dance, right? Like a, like a slow waltz, mm -hmm. they're, they're going to be, they're going to be excellent on this track. Oh, that is that's, interesting. That's until the pits start ringing. Listen, I can't control the stupidity factor. <laughs> All I can say is that they will be superior, right? Just like last time, they were dominating, and then all of a sudden, engine failure or um, pit stop. Pedal. Up, pedal. With all the respect, Ruben, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no offense taken. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Uh, wow, Wellington, you made me think, made me rethink the predictions because it's true what you are saying. You, you're watching. You're looking at the track map, right? Yeah. It, the, yeah. The Ferrari will do better on sector. It will do better. In it'll kill two in sector and two. Sector two. And in a lot of parts in sector three, it'll kill. Yeah, you are correct on that. Ferrari has a fighting chance. <laughs> it's just sector one is so freaking long and so straight. Okay. Um, Leclerc get, will, will get. Um, Leclerc is gonna get pole position in this track. Pa -pa 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 pole. Uh, because I, even though, sure. Even though the Ferrari is not that good on a well, it's decent on a straight. Mm -hmm. It's not like it doesn't have like a crazy deficit mm -hmm. on a straight, and then the rest of the track will win on. So I see. Yeah, yeah it'll be um, Leclerc mm -hmm. pole, Verstappen second, Hamilton third. I think those plank issues are gonna Dude. come up, bro. Um, I would love to see it. I I don't think uh, Leclerc will win the race, however, bugging. because over the span of a long race, long mm -hmm. runs, the Red Bull still beats the Ferrari, mm -hmm. so it'll be Max Verstappen, Leclerc, and I think that bugging. <laughs> It'll stay the same. No, well, uh, I, I think that uh, that Hamilton will be a, a podium here. What are you guys smoking, dog? Okay. If you guys want to be wrong, that's cool. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, qualifying, oh, you could count that Ferrari would probably come, you know, show up. It also depends on the rain, because that is. But during the race? If it rains, Ferrari's going to be like 19th and 20th. Yeah, so this year. Oh, come on, bro. Really? <laughs> yeah, so this year. Yeah. Russell will be first. When was the last race <laughs> that you went <laughs> in? <laughs> if it rains, come on. We've seen it in Are the you past. Can't, you cannot just skip a... What was your question? <laughs> when When is the last race that you went, you know, this year, confident on that Ferrari's not going to mess up? Yo, why you got to keep trolling for, bro? I'm not trolling. I'm just saying, listen, like, what's uh, happening? Why I'm going to get you a troll wig and the, with the pink so, hair and everything standing up. Why are you trolling? You can't assume the mess up, right? <laughs> but it happened every race almost. Like, why Something. You, uh, listen, man, I'm, I was I had a good feeling coming out of this podcast, and now all of a sudden, man, you just It's changed the up, energy? Bro. Yeah, it's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> 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 and on that note, anything else, boys? I am extremely happy that I will be waking up at six in the morning. You will not. Yeah, you will not be going last, to sleep the night exactly. before. I will not be going to sleep at all. So I probably won't even wake up. I'll just stay awake and watch the race at 6 a.m. in Las Vegas. Beaver. Please make sure to check out the track. Do a but, track walk. Uh, my hotel Yancey's room. notebook. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My, my hotel <laughs> the takeover. Room, my hotel room actually has the view of the strip. So I'll be watching it from there. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'll so see the track from my room. Make sure to check out Yancey's Instagram at jump to start F1 and his Twitter at jump to start F1. Yeah. Happens to be our Instagram and Twitter as well. <laughs> Make sure to leave us a uh, review if you guys have listened and enjoyed a couple episodes. Uh, that's the way we are found by other fans. Um, that's pretty much it. It's race week. Yeah. Yes. We will talk on Monday minus Yancy.
F1's back, baby. See you guys in two weeks. Peace. Peace. Peace.